Hey, rock stars, I'm JB, expert salesperson and master presenter. I'm the doctor, psychologist, and behavioral expert. This is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab Podcast. We're high-performance coaches that help service-based professionals and entrepreneurs take their skills to the next level. 70% of entrepreneurs fail, which is why every week we have real talk with real entrepreneurs to help ensure you are not one of them. We're also the inventors of the Be Rich Mindset, where we rise to mastery, inspire greatness, celebrate knowledge, and help others along the way. So join us in the lab. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to the EML Podcast. I'm JB. I'm the doctor. Doc, Doc Goose, what's going on, buddy? Where you been, man? It's another day in paradise. Well, it was paradise, and now I'm back to the reality of the world. I did have a nice vacation, though. Yeah, I, I had to go a full week without working alongside my business partner. He put, all, he put it all on my shoulders. I don't know how I feel about that. About time he did some heavy lifting. My heavy lifting was ahead of time, everybody. I was smart enough to tell him to pre-schedule all of his work so it was still done and automated. That's good business planning. That was. It was. And it was a, it was a great getaway. It's my first one in three years, so it was long overdue. So talk about balance a lot. Make sure you get that in. You, you know, COVID's only been a year and a half. I'm a little concerned about the year and a half before it. Yeah, I round up. I, you know, time's all a construct right now. Anyways, <laughs> I lost a whole year. I, I assume that still counts as a year. Our, our perception of time changes. We we talk about that from from time to time, right? Uh, no, no pun intended. I always think back, and I'm like, oh, this was a thing that happened at one point, and that was really two years ago because I lost a whole year. I've lost all sense of time since since COVID and and doing a lot of work from home or work from my office and not traveling. It's, it's a little crazy. Live by a calendar, die by a calendar, but God knows it, it goes real fast sometimes, real fast. Time flies when you're having fun. That's right. And speaking of, super excited to have any of our listeners joining us again. Thank you for continuing to check in with us week by week. You are patient. You are angels. We love you all. You're fantastic. Most of you. There's one of you out there that I'm not too sure about. Yeah. And Just for, that one. for any of our new listeners, you better look out because Doc's one judgmental guy. <laughs> you got to be careful with this guy. Thanks for joining us if you're a new listener. You know what we're about. We like to have real conversations with real professionals. We've got a great one joining us today, Mr. John Zentgraf of The Thrive Group. John, thanks for joining, man. It is great to be here, JB. Excited to join you guys. We love having people like you on. You've got this tremendous background. You've got a tremendous skill set. And the work you do with entrepreneurs, uh, a lot of times really transformational and really intimate. Do you mind just sharing with our listeners kind of what the Thrive Group is and really where your focus is as a business professional? Absolutely. Love to. Uh, Thrive, just in a nutshell, just to overview, is about helping entrepreneurs earn more, work less, and enjoy their journeys. And we have a, a variety of ways that we help them do that. One of the most common ways are the mastermind groups. And that's where we bring entrepreneurs together every month and facilitate very powerful conversations where every entrepreneur can bring up their biggest challenge or opportunity. And the other group, the other members of the group are able to then give their wisdom and insight. And I also, uh, as facilitator, do that as well. And the concept is, this was really not invented recently. It goes back to the 30s and even before that, but Napoleon Hill 
in his book, Think and Grow Rich, studied successful people for, people for many years, Andrew Carnegie, presidents of companies of the country, and boiled it down to 13 principles. And one of them was join a mastermind alliance. You'll go faster and gain more in a year than you will in a lifetime on your own. So that's really the concept. And the idea being our blind spots aren't other people's blind spots. And if we have other people helping us, we'll go much further, much faster and make it more enjoyable. Uh, just the other offerings, I do strategy. I have a, a series of courses that are uh, transformational um, and monthly success accelerators where I'm meeting with entrepreneurs individually. So it's, a, it's an offering that kind of is tailored for whatever the entrepreneur needs. And you know, you're probably pretty good at what you do because your first like three or four words, I was already sold on it. It's like, yeah, work less, make more, <laughs> you know, I forget the rest, everything else after that. I, I was just thinking to myself, sign me up. I'm good. <laughs> Thanks, JB. I'll tell you a funny story about Napoleon Hill. Uh, the very first business book in the corporate world I was introduced to by somebody today who's very successful uh, was Think and Grow Rich. And guess what I did with that book? No, Devoured it. I, I didn't even read it for years. Shame on me. <laughs> if you haven't read it, fantastic read. You know, it's, it's amazing. We talk about this, the doc and I a lot. Uh, there's a lot of foundational concepts. There, there's a lot you can gain and learn from, from 70, 80, 90 years ago. How you apply it today might be a little bit different. Yeah, and, and we could even speak to that, I'm sure, with the pandemic going on, how your business has had to pivot and adjust. But a lot of the, those foundational concepts from, from the 30s and 40s, we can still use today very successfully. Napoleon Hill, incredible story behind that guy. So really, really need to bring that up. Uh, so, you, John, you do a lot. I mean, you do a lot. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite part of what you do? Is there something about the business model that you really like to sink your teeth into personally? It really is the, the experience of it because it happens in every one of the things I do, whether it's the masterminds or the strategy or the courses. It's that moment when you see someone get that aha expression, you know, where the, you just see the invisible light bulb going on in their head and they shift, they're different. And that's really what I consider transformation. It's something, it's not the linear change we're used to seeing or we experience most of the time, but it's something where they, you see it in their being. They just shifted something that was a problem before they just found out, oh my gosh, there's, you know, I'm hitting my head against the wall and there's, here's the solution. It was completely out of my view. Now I know what to do. I either know what to do or I can figure out what to do. So to me, that's the favorite part of what I do. And I see that, you know, every week, uh, every month we do masterminds one week a month. And I see that every month and every, every mastermind group. We call them peer advisory boards, but really the concept is mastermind groups. So that, you know, I think mastermind groups would be the main venue. I see that, but regardless of where it is, that's what gives me the most juice is seeing people light up because something that was previously impossible, previously impossible now is more than possible. So a couple of questions around that. And, and I'm going to loop the doc in on this too, because I, I find it very interesting. Um, it's almost like an epiphany, right? This moment in time where it's like, oh, I finally get it. So I got to say personally. Um, I feel like I've never experienced an epiphany. Like if anything, I got to get like hit over the head with a sledgehammer. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, when I wake up, I'm like, oh, okay, I could finally start shifting a little bit. You know, I, I struggle with that personally. And I don't know, some of our listeners may as well. Um, but going from that aha moment to keeping the behavioral change can be, can be pretty challenging. So I'm just kind of curious from, from the doc, if he wants to speak up or from your, from your experience, John, 
what what's that like? How do you do that? Go ahead, John. Start it off and all. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, uh, Doc. So the the piece that's interesting is I, I always like to say we've all we all have these transformations happen more than we think we do, and they're just happen typically unplanned. So something that in this country most people can relate to is the concept of balance. So we get these bikes when we're kids and they have the worst training wheels in the world. They're crooked and we're always afraid we're going to fall. Then we can take the training wheels off with somebody holding behind us, holding us up. And then once we turn around behind us and they're not holding us anymore and we've gotten balance. And that's a very experiential concept and that's transformational. You can study it all you want. You can kind of force it, but it happens or it doesn't. But when it does happen, there's an essence, there's a kind of a way of being of ease so we work hard, we're pushing hard, and that's, more, that's what I call the more, better, faster, which is what most entrepreneurs are doing. They're just working harder, spending more time, spending more friction. And then what we're seeking is a transformation. And then there's an, a, a quality of ease to transformation. So it's, it's not that you then have to force yourself to change. It's like balance. Once you have it, you have it. And the world shifts for you or for me. And that's kind of my interpretation or my view of, of transformation. So it's less about forcing things and having to be something we're not, it's, or, or trying to do things in different ways that aren't right for us. It's really getting that aha moment. And then the world looks different to us and then we're different and we approach the problem differently. So then I'm, I really would like to hear what you have to say, doctor. The, the great part about balance and what we say a lot is one size does not fit all, right? So I think most people, when they hear the word balance, they think 50-50. I have to work 50% of the time. I have to relax 50% of the time. And they don't know how that works for them. And balance is not a, an equal number. Balance is finding what's right for you. So for some people, if you want to use a percentage, it could be 80-20. For some people, it could be 40-60. It really is very specific to that person on just finding where they're leveled out and where they're most successful. And it's trial and error. It's trying to figure out where that balance lies for you. But it's not about trying to find equal time for equal things. That's just not the, the right way when we think about balance. John, you know, it's I, lo I love that analogy uh, because it is a, a, a shift in your understanding of your world in a lot of ways. Right? Having balance where you did not have balance before is, is, a, is this just giant shift. And, and it does, I think it, it changes you potentially on a very deep level. Uh, or, or stimulates the the start of a change at the at the very least. So I, I think that's a great great analogy for our listeners to to lead into. I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. Definitely something where it's like, oh my gosh, that that's gotta that's gotta be very meaningful you to you to to help facilitate that. I totally get why you do what you do. Um, you've got this really unique background though. You've done a lot in your career. And I'm just kind of curious, how has, how, how do you feel that's led to where you are today? And is there anything that's really influenced you from the past that you feel like has, has just uh, brought you to where you are and to the success you've had with this? That's a great question, JB. I, I, I think, I think I look at this in a couple of ways, two ways, the kind of the, the progression of the career and then where I've gotten to at the stage where I am now. So I think those two came together to influence what I do now. So I started businesses, uh, a startup in the medical area when I was 24. So I was really um, young and didn't know enough to not do it. And so I was really naive and I had taken business courses, I had business undergrad degree, but that's really all theory and not really the practical. So 
I went through, um, I did a startup and the turnaround in uh, confectionery. My commonality is that they're not high tech, so I can understand them uh, with, a, with a bit of research. And that's been my small businesses, my background owning um, individually and then as a partner in a private equity firm. And so what I've noticed and what I realized is that it's, it took me a long time, the school of hard knocks, hitting my head against a wall to gain that knowledge. And there's so much better ways. And as I got older and you know, didn't want to use all those energy to all that energy to run through walls I didn't need to run through. Um, I tried to align myself with other like-minded growth-oriented people. And I just found that there weren't that many venues uh, for small business, whether it's solopreneurs, 25 employees, 50 employees. There are ones out there that are very good, but they're usually geared for larger uh, businesses that could cost twenty dollars to $30,000 a year. And for a lot of small businesses, even if they have 25 or 50 employees, that's a lot. So that's the first part of it. My own personal experience and frustrations with, uh, wow, if I knew now what I knew then, I would have just been able to do this in so much easier with a lot less sweat, with a lot less um, <laughs> agitation and, and, and just gotten there faster, more successfully. And I'm happy with my background, but I just, that was one realization. I could have done it. I could have done it better. And then I get to this place 25 years later, 30 years later, and I've sold all the businesses in the private equity model. And um, I said, okay, what do I want to do next? I went sailing for a year and a half, sailed about 4,000 miles, kind of did some belly search, looking at my belly button during that period. And, you know, what do they say? Gazing into your belly button and kind of uh, doing those Zen moments. And, and then came back and I said, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my life that leaves a legacy? So that's where those two intersect, you know, I, I, that, that personal experience and then creating something that would well go well beyond my lifetime and continue. And we share, we've chatted about this. We share the, the passion where entrepreneurs, 70 to 80% of them fail within the 10 year mark. And I really think that that's something you're, you guys work on changing that, making a difference. That's a common uh, passion of mine. And so I formed a, a, a company um, in Denver, actually, that teaches people to do the model I do. And it's, it's, a, it's a national licensing model created the intellectual property. And I do that model here myself in Fort Lauderdale because I like teaching others, but I really was missing doing it myself. So I really do the version of the model that I license um, myself. And so that's how kind of I get to have the impact. But really, my vision is to have a thousand coaches, if you will, or mastermind facilitators. They're all, you can interchange those words, course leaders uh, across the country that are making a difference with clients in every state. And that's, we do think that you can move the needle uh, on the failure and success rate, just like what your work is doing. You're, you're moving the needle dramatically with what you're offering people, which is very exciting. Very, very similar models in a sense, you know, where, where we're trying to create that influence and impact and leave that legacy within a, a private Facebook community uh, where we're, we're hopeful for 100,000 individuals. Uh, you're kind of more on, on scale. Well, let me get one person leading 100, you know, and let's do 1,000 of them. And, it, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing multiplier when you operate at scale, but very much in alignment. You know, I'm going to pull us back, you know, interesting what you brought up because I, I went through somewhat of a similar experience. We've got, we've got kind of a, a similar background in some ways where I took a hiatus or a sabbatical. I just took a break. I, I, I left the world. Mm -hmm. I left uh, work for six months. Um, I did not sail. I kind of wish I did. You're making me a little envious here, John. Um, 
but I did get to spend time with my son and my wife, which I felt like uh, in my previous life, I, I didn't get to do much at all. And, uh, and I, and I joke semi seriously, but it's a hundred percent true. And in one year, I saw my son more than I did in three and a half years when, when I chose to actually take a step back and really look at what I wanted to do, how I wanted to, how I wanted to live the rest of my life and, you know, what that meant to me from a business perspective. So I'm just curious, you took, you took 18 months or so to go do that, you know, sailed around the world, I imagine, I, I hope, and hopefully just not, <laughs> yes. not in the intracoastal and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, not my not type of sailing, sir. I'm sorry. No. Uh, what kind, what kind of influence do you think and perspective do you think you got from stepping back like that? Cause that's a, that's a big prolonged step back. Not a lot of people have the opportunity or don't believe they have the opportunity to do that. So I'm just curious what, how did that shift your thinking? Yeah, that's, that's uh, think about that a little bit. Um, I really think it, it helped me to completely unplug from my normal routines, especially, you know, being hundreds of miles, hundreds of miles offshore and, you know, whether it's, nice windy day or just sitting there because there's no wind. And there's just this processing time that happens that I don't think can happen any other time that we're engaged because we're, we're solving issues or, or working on issues. So there was just this massive amount of time just to be looking around, whether it's dolphin swimming or just, just looking at the ocean and really doing a lot of processing without even intentionally, you know, doing quote unquote work on it. And so it was really, I think, integrating a lot of what I did, over my years, what, what was rewarding, what was less rewarding. And for me, it was a question that I just kept, I call it noodling, noodling on uh, of what do I want to do next? And that wasn't an obvious question for me. I, I really wasn't sure what that looked like. I knew there was some central elements of wanting to do something bigger than myself, wanting to impact people that went beyond me. Me is not as a limitation and that would outlast me. So I kind of had that and then over time, things, you know, I always realized that I always was helping people. I was always doing strategy with people. I'm a strategy nerd. I was always helping people strategically and with their business, not getting paid for it, but I just, it was kind of what my outlet uh, that, that gave me a lot of joy and satisfaction to help them and see them too. So I think, JB, that really was what occurred during that period. It's just a lot of uh, decompression, a lot of, um, you know, kind of self-analysis and, and unwinding. And then what's next and just being free to be creative without any constraints. And I knew I wasn't going to go back and do it the next day. So a lot was possible, like what's possible. And that, and, and I think also the influence of meeting all these people from all over the world, you know, you pull into a port um, Turks and Caicos or something like that. And you meet people from everywhere that are doing all kinds of cool stuff. So it just gives you all these ideas and things that just wouldn't be happening if I was just in my day-to-day life. So I think that's, I'm not sure if that's really clear or not, but that's kind of really what, what it feels like to me that that, that happened during that time. I love it. I, I, I love a lot of what you said. Doc, I'm curious. I'm going to ask you a question here kind of out of the blue, but I, I think for most, most listeners, for most people, the opportunity to take six months, 12 months, 18 months off uh, to, to find that space and that time, not, not a reality for a lot of people. Any, any ideas on how our listeners are maybe able to accelerate that a little bit or some, some kind of actionable things that we can do for ourselves psychologically just to, to maybe get us towards that same space? 
Well, the big part of what we're seeing is a disruption, right? So you disrupted your daily pattern and that's how we change behaviors. That's how we change habits. That's how we change routines. The first thing we need to do is just disrupt it. And yours was a very extreme disruption. Uh, you got to go into a totally different environment for a long time to kind of create that. Uh, but anyone can do that at home, um, just changing up their day from time to time, just disrupting their pattern to keep things fresh, to get out of that kind of, our brain goes on autopilot basically, right? Everything we do over 95% of our day is subconsciously through our brain on autopilot. Um, so we don't even think about the tasks we're doing until we disrupt them. And that's a good way to kind of get yourself to back to focus on what the task is or whatever, you know, open up your mind to new thinking. So disruption would be the key uh, to, to introducing that new level to you. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, John, I've got a, I've got a follow-up question here around the, the masterminds. I'm just curious, do you have, do you have anybody that you've worked with within your masterminds where you just really felt like, oh my gosh, I, I am incredibly grateful for the opportunity to help them. But I, I have just, I have just seen this unbelievable transformation. And I'm just curious if you have a story to share there. Maybe it's somebody that just sticks out off the top of your head where you're like, yep, that that's somebody where, wow, it moved me um, as much or more than it moved them. Really, that happens every month for me. That, that, that's what's, it's really, that's, I, I go home uh, more excited and, and with more energy than I start. I usually do two boards in a day. Uh, and this week is my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, is my board week. So I do morning, afternoon, morning, afternoon. And I keep them in the same week because it's just an energizing week. So it, there isn't really a mastermind meeting a board meeting where people aren't having breakthroughs and they range anywhere from um, breakthrough personally about what they believe is possible to a breakthrough specifically in their business. One business related one, we had a person who joined um, the first mastermind group, which is about five years old here in, in uh, South Florida. Uh, and he had been in business, I think 11 years and strived and really worked, I think seven days a week and was really attempting to get to another level that was beyond his reach and wasn't sure now it's almost like, you know, the four minute mile wasn't doable until the first person did it. And a bunch of people did it uh, because it became mentally possible within six months, even though he'd been in business on the board within six months, because of the blind spots and because of encouragement, because of believing more was possible for him, he tripled his business, like surpassed where he thought he could go. So that's a, you know, there's, there's, to me, that's a very tangible one because it's very measurable um, would be that that's, that's a, that's a common thing, doubling or tripling uh, because the things that are out of our view are what are limiting us, you know, that we're bumping it up against our heads up against the ceiling. That's really due to our own limitations of not knowing what we don't know that don't know what you don't know. So that, and then the other thing is almost every entrepreneur, the, on the non-financial side uh, has this, um, growth and confidence, this growth in what's possible for them. And it's one thing to say what's possible. I think a lot of us know what's possible, what's possible for Richard Branson, what's possible for Warren Buffett, uh, what's possible in the theory of what's possible. But that doesn't translate if it's not possible for us. And what this really focuses on is increasing what's possible for us. And it's not through like hype or, you know, positive thinking. It's, it's the, the day, the month to month experience where people are saying, here's what I think is a limitation or here's what I think I'm capable of. And they're hearing from seven other people plus me 
you know, you're really underselling yourself. You're really, and, and it, and it starts to get very tangible for them. So that's on the personal side, what they believe is possible for them Trump jumps dramatically. And then because they've shifted, what becomes possible shows up because they go for it. They strive for it. It It's very empowering. I believe to have a community around you and to have mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a, a team around you that they are in it to see you succeed and they're there to help make you better than you are. And I have no doubt that the mastermind groups, the, the peer advisory groups that, that you're running really embrace and embody that and, and provide that for people. And it doesn't surprise me at all to, to hear doubling or tripling or any of those things. Because when we have a support system, which as entrepreneurs, it, it seems like there's a whole lot of, I don't want to say resistance to that, but you're used to doing things on your own. You're used to being self-dependent and having, having nobody to rely on. Uh, when you can have that level of support and have those resources, what a difference. It is. And, and JB, I love the model you're doing because it's really, you're building this community and it's clear that you both have a heart for helping and transforming entrepreneurs and listening to your podcasts and knowing you now, JB, for a few years now, um, I, I really, I, I think there are a lot of parallels. We do it differently. And, and, and you have a whole group of skill sets that entrepreneurs uh, desperately need. And, um, and I think that's, you're moving the needle and making a huge difference with them. So I get really inspired by what you're doing. I love listening to what you uh, are talking about, whether it's one-to-one with us or whether it's on a podcast. So um, I'd say kudos to you guys, because you're going, you're doing great work. What John is speaking of is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, cheap plug of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. But the 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 belief behind it for people is they want to be part of a community uh we 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 yearn for it in one way or another um which is why sports are so popular right people attached to that sports team that becomes their identity they'll turn on their best friend if their best friend's rooting for the other team and some strangers rooting for the team that they're rooting on they'll jump sides quickly to that new person over their best friend because that sense of belonging that sense of group that sense of community um, so there is something in ingrained in us that looks for that. And uh, these are just some of the ways that you can do it. You, you mentioned, John, and I don't know if you use the exact language, but but you, you really talked about blind spots and, and kind of put, putting the spotlight mm-hmm. on our, our blind spots. We all have it. And, and I just want to be real specific here because uh, I, w- I want to make a point. Do you think people are able to identify their blind spots without somebody from the outside providing some illumination and shining the light. Do you think that's possible? And if it's possible, do you think it's worth the return on investment to try to do it on your own? I do think it's possible. I think we have moments of aha that it may be, we may do it ourselves, but it's usually caused by something outside. You know, it could be the birth of a child. It could be something dramatic that happens that has us gain a a different perspective. That is we've cut, we've done, we've gained the perspective ourselves but usually it's, if we're running, I think, as the doc said, on autopilot, um, and we're, we're not really looking for that necessarily, I do think it's pretty hard to, to the, the idea of, if we know what we don't know, we can work on it. Like, I'm, I want to become fluent in Spanish, and I habla a little bit, but not very much. So for me, 
I, I know that I don't know that. It's, I can get to work on that pretty easily, go do an immersion program, whatever. But if I don't know something, but I don't even know that I don't know it, it's almost impossible to, unless it's random luck, you know, something, you know, kind of comes from somewhere out of the blue. And we all have transformations, I think, regularly, but they're unplanned and they're not necessarily what you're looking for the transformation for. And that's what I love uh, with the mastermind groups is it's planned transformation because every entrepreneur comes in every month with their biggest challenge or opportunity, and they're guaranteed to get seven other perspectives that are, and, and, and me as the facilitator, that are pointing something out. And that's why it's, you, it's baked in. You can pretty much guarantee that each person is going to have, you know, it may not be the most transformative meeting they've ever had that particular meeting, but in every meeting, someone is having a major transformative moment. And that's, that's, that's really, I think that would be hard to get on your own. If you do that month after month, the compound growth on, growth on that is spectacular. That's why I think Napoleon Hill found that when he studied all these successful people, Henry Ford attributed the production line to his mastermind group. Well, it, it's amazing to me because people are so freaking stubborn, especially entrepreneurs. It's like, I'm just going to keep running through the wall. <laughs> I'm just going to keep running through it. It's like, well, you know, the wall ends three feet to your right. Let me just show you over here. You can walk right on that. It's going to be a lot easier and faster. That idea of getting to, from point A to point B um, much more directly, I, I think is what it can provide. Right. So it's, it's not that we can't do it on our own. So if you're a listener, you're thinking, oh, geez, I've been able to accomplish all this on my own before. That's fantastic. It's just how much of that time, energy, and and resources, because we only have a few resources as assets, time, energy, and, and money, probably the three primaries. How much did you expend and mm-hmm. could you have compressed it, right? And if you can, what kind of difference would that make in your life today or moving forward? And then that, that's really the messaging to me that that stands out with all of the things that, that we're trying to do, whether it's you within Thrive Group or us within the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, it's let's just compress all of that energy and that spend and let, let's minimize it so you can really spend where it it's going to have the best return for you. And JB, the other piece that you know I've heard you guys talk about is it's it's great to talk about doing more, compressing it, but something that you're all about and I agree with you, is the, the journey. You know, do we want to enjoy it? It's, it's, it's great to get a return on investment. But to me, there's, if, if we're doing it this, the way that you guys do it, the way that we do it, there's no booby prize. You, how, how do you earn more? How do you work less? But, and how do you enjoy it? There's no, I'm going to work more, but hate it. You know, those things, those things can all go together. And you teach entrepreneurs how to do that. And um, in, in every podcast you're doing, there's some version of that in all the discussions you do, there's some version of that. And I think that's fantastic. I, I have a similar passion for that as well, but it's, it's exciting. And it's, it's really how, it's not, let's have fun at the cost of money. We're kind of trained to think about, or you can have time or money. I heard that my whole life growing up, you know, you can have time or money. No, you can have time and money and let's add, enjoy it. <laughs> let's put two ends in there. Let's, let's not settle for the or. And that's to me is what you guys are doing, what, what I'm doing. And um, I just think that's a, a great mission to help people find the end. And there's a much better conjunction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of things I enjoy, I enjoy a good giveaway. And I heard you have a great one for our audience. Do you mind telling us about that, John? Sure, Doc. I'd love to. Um, one of the things that is a big piece of my why is, how do you make a contribution where 
someone can just take advantage of it without having any strings attached and without having to pay for it. So once a month, uh, I do an introductory workshop. It's always the third Thursday of the month. It's from nine to 11. Uh, right now with COVID, it used to be live, but now it's Zoom and may do both live and Zoom because we love Zoom now. And what I do is go over the intellectual property of the four, what we call pinnacle success system courses. And people have changed their entire business model based on just this intro. And there's no ask during it. There's no, would you do business? It is just a pure uh, contribution to help people move the needle in their businesses. And then if they want to do something, they can reach back out. So that's what I, that's what I invite any entrepreneur, and you don't have to be an entrepreneur, but any entrepreneur to uh, go to the Thrive website, uh, Thrive Group, thrivegroupfl.com, and you can register for that. And it's free and it'll make a big difference um, in their businesses. Of course. So of course we'll have links to all of that in the show notes to make it real easy for you. If you're driving and don't have a chance to write that down. It's a, it's a really awesome offer, John. And you know, we like to say, because we like to be really inclusive when it comes to the community, whether you're in business, thinking about being in business, or it's just a dream right. on the horizon and you want to learn more about business. Uh, this can have a positive influence and impact on your life. And that's what it sounds like to me. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or not. There's a benefit here. That can right. Be Absolutely. And it's just, you know, in terms of talking about ideal client, that is something that is ideally who we're working with. But in terms of the benefit that everybody can get the benefit. So the intro really is designed for everybody because there's transformational things that if, if you don't have your own business are still applicable to your life. So hundred percent agree with you, JB. Well, hey, man, uh, loved having you on. Loved the conversation. Uh, you're going to have to take me out sailing sometime. I think you're at this point, you got to be a, a bona fide expert. It's been a year and a half out on the open water. Uh, really nice having you join us today, John. Thank you so much. Well, thank you both for having me. I really uh, enjoyed the experience. And again, love what you guys do and uh, happy to be um, a part of it with a podcast. So thanks very much. Have a great day. We appreciate you, John. Thanks for coming. Thank you. I love the name of that business, the Thrive Group. Talk about, yeah, spot on branding for what John and his team are trying to facilitate, just success for the entrepreneurs, the professionals, uh, the people interested in business that they're helping out. Pretty awesome. And John has some good, uh, good insight on a lot of stuff. And you can see... The messaging is very close to our messaging. Um, so, you know, it's good because if it's close to ours, it's got to be accurate. Uh, but it was it was a great time talking with him and, and hearing some of his insights and imagine sailing for, you know, as long as he did, that was, that sounds fun too. I have like a kiddie pool in the backyard and I, if I go into that occasionally with the little rowboat, I feel something. That, that, that's sweet. I I'm sitting here like, Oh yeah. Evidence that reinforces the conclusion you've already come to pretty, pretty great to, to bolster your own belief. Right. I do love it. You know, he is aligned with us doc. Uh, you know, the, what he's accomplishing and what the people he's working with are accomplishing. It's, it's the same vision. It's the same why that we have within the entrepreneur mastery lab. It's the idea of creating a community, uh, building out a tribe, if you will, don't, don't hate me for using the word, uh, where there's a there's a shared vision that goes beyond the individual, and there's a real there's a real piece of that be rich mindset that we talk about a lot, 
you know, that that's, that's an essential to what he's doing within his masterminds and what we do within EML. Indeed. Although every time I hear the word mastermind and my brain goes right back to, I know the masterminds are awesome and I've been part of them. So they're great, but I always drift back into my old uh, league of justice and hall of doom days of uh, Superman and super friends. I don't need who are super no. friends. You don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know that I know Superman. Superman. Everybody knows Superman. It was Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Hawkman. There was like so many Green Lantern. Were they the it? Were they the Super Peter Friends? Oh, back at the Hall of Justice. So the Super Friends were just the other non-Supermen. Oh, they were all the Super Friends. They had the Wonder Twins. Oh, Wonder Twins know, activate. I, I just didn't know they were called the Super Friends. Oh yeah, that was that was one of the great ones. And then, you know, the Mastermind were evil. They had the Doctor Dooms and the. And this is where we fell Almost off the joker. trails, everybody, right here. Super friends. We fell right off the freaking rails. <laughs> I mean, what's a better way? To, I think actually they might even be on uh, one of those streaming services right now. So I have to go find HBO Max or one of those to see if super friends are on there because that's a great he's way still to follow folks. He, he's way down the rabbit hole now. He's just going to start looking at it as we're wrapping up here. Uh Everything that we talked about, registration for John's two-hour complimentary introductory course, uh, details on the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, where you can find us on social media, which is pretty much everywhere. All of it's on the show notes. So if you're driving, if you don't have a chance today, while you're listening, it's okay. We got you. All of it's at JB and the Doctor. Or you can find all this information at jbandthedoctor.com. That's right. So if you haven't yet, first stop, get into the lab. You'll be able to join fantastic professionals like us. We're pretty great. And Mr. John Zetcraft and the Thrive Group as well. So we look forward to seeing you there, people. All right, do it. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, where they're subscribing and following our podcast and sharing it with all their super friends. Do that too. There we go. All right, rock stars. I'm JB. I'm out. I'm the doctor. Peace out, yo.